Say, well, what would a brave day look like, right? A brave day, a courageous day would look like, you know, I would speak up when it's easier to be quiet, right? Like, or I would shut up when I actually want to be heard. Um, I would listen to others that I disagree with because I think I can learn from somebody else. I would challenge something that needs to be confronted. Um, you know, now I can see it in my kids where, you know, they'll speak up for someone. Hey, that's not right. Or, hey, be, be okay, like, telling your best, your friend, your good friend, hey, I, I don't want to do this. Or they're standing up for other people. And so I think the adult version of that is, you know, what we're talking about. It's justice. It's speaking up for other people. Almost 20 years ago, our paths crossed in the sneaker world. And since then, we have been on a professional and personal journey together. We've made a lot of mistakes and had a lot of fun even a few wins along the way. Our goal is to share our experiences and insights so you don't have to make some of the same errors that we did. And in addition, we want to help you begin to think about things a little different. So join us as we unpack our unsolicited and sometimes polarizing views on business, faith, and family with questions that make you want to unfollow. Hey Pete, we're back. Last episode of season two, and we did it. We made it all the way through. We did it, man. The season, so two seasons of a podcast. How many episodes are we up to? I think thirty. We're over thirty. Yeah, we're over yeah, thirty. Like that's pretty impressive for you know a, a couple of old marketing guys. Yeah, non professionals at yes. podcast. Yes, oh, I love it. Um, I think. The difference in this season and last season is the obvious one that's sitting out there that, you know, you and I both had W-2 jobs and now we both do not. And I think there's some conversations that we've explored around that and what it took to, to make that change in both of our lives. But the thing that is the same between them for both you and I was that it required courage. Yeah. And so we felt like we would wrap this season up by talking about courage. So... I would ask you, can you help us define courage in a way that makes sense? Because I feel like it's one of those words that, man, it gets used so often, right? Be courageous, be strong. Yeah. We see it in Joshua. Yeah. Like, that's the only word that we even take away from the book of Joshua. But what Good. is courage and kind of how do you see it? Yeah, if you had asked me, I don't know, more than a year ago, I don't think I'd have a good definition for courage. Like most folks, I'd assume it meant without fear, being brave, uh, fighting, doing hard things. But I've learned that courage, even when you go back to the roots of the word, is speaking speaking with your heart, speaking from your heart. You're like, what, what does that have to do with courage? You know, I think what I've learned um, this past year about how, how I define courage is really kind of three buckets, right? Courage can be a weapon for change. You know, when I meet danger with strength, uh, courage can be, um, I, I call it like a safe house for love. It means like it's a refuge for my innermost feelings. Um, but it's also truth, right? So courage to me, you know, it's like speaking your heart in truth, in love, but also in change. And I think um, courage is probably one of the things that is in um, the greatest deficit in many organizations. And I can look back now, like when I was in corporate for, you know, 20 years, I didn't think, oh, they, we lack courage. No, I, you know, we just didn't do or make decisions in the right way. But now I can look back and really appreciate that in some of the organizations I've been a part of or teams, the thing that's lacking, it wasn't insight, intellect, information, empathy. We didn't need more research or data. 
We needed the intellectual courage to do the right thing, to do the hard thing. And now my personal life, I've come to probably to define and relish courage in a way that I would have never imagined. A couple episodes ago, we talked about starting a new job well. Yeah. And I think it's pretty clear that it takes courage. It takes courage to make a shift in your work environment, right? It takes courage to leave a job that you've been at for a decade and, and move on to something else. It also takes courage um, for an organization to shift. You know, when you're inside of an organization, it takes courage for you to speak up and to hopefully cause change. Do you remember a moment where you felt like when you were working in an environment that the team had courage or the company had courage? Wow. It's so easy to reflect on lack of courage because I think we're kind of wired to, you know, kind of be hard on ourselves. You know, I can think of so many times when I didn't have courage as a leader or a husband or as a father. But times we you know a leader or, or a team did step up and have courage. I think, you know, I, I'd really have to reflect on, um, you know, probably the first four or five years at, at Patron. And it feels like an easy answer, meaning that because, you know, in hindsight, I can say, yeah, the results worked out. So, of course, you had courage. But, you know, I think if you're listening, like imagine, right, like you got so many forces working against you, meaning like you're successful already. Right. So why would you need to invest in digital and social channels to be even more successful? Or, hey, like there's so many things you can't do as a premium brand. Why would you, you know, come in and use virtual reality and technology to tell a story? Because we're all about craft and artisanship. And so I think on the surface, things were great. But the intellectual honesty to really like challenge ourselves to like be honest about where we are, but then move forward with an agenda without knowing what would work. And, you know, I had leaders who, you know, approved ideas and budgets in a way that um, I appreciate now because I think I look back and know it was courage because then I went through an environment where we didn't have courage. So the absence of courage, right, is so noticeable, you know. So, you know, from little things that are annoying, like hey, you're taking 18 months to approve a project, right? I mean, or from big things like how we're changing our process or changing the, the, the DNA of a brand or, you know, like a relationship, right? You can re reflect on when you didn't have courage. But yeah, I, I would say early on th those Patron days, I think we had courage to be different, courage to be unique and courage to do hard uh, things well because we believed that, that we were doing them right. And um, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it taught me a lot. Honestly, I was a recipient of other people's courage uh, in, in Patron. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. I'm going to take it back even farther Ooh. to like 20 years ago oh let's do, do it you rem do you remember when um our little marketing department at foot action came up with the campaign we got it they don't remember that yeah yeah because we all basically in like retail footwear got the same sneakers from nike or adidas at that time right and then there were these subtle like colorways or very few like one-offs that we got that say Foot, Ac uh, Foot Locker or uh, Finish Line didn't get, right? So we at Foot Action would maybe get something that was unique, especially in certain urban markets. And so we started tagging them. We got it. They don't. But do you remember what that campaign looked like in the very beginning? Yeah. Yeah. It was black and white yep. stripes with, with yeah, a with X. no symbol yeah. through it, right? <laughs> with the red with the red line yeah. through it. And I look back and I say, like, that took some courage 
from our team and honestly from Willie Smith and from Lee Applebaum in that moment to like approve that. Yeah. Because we got a cease and desist letter with the quickness. Do you remember that? Oh, yeah. It was like oh, yeah. three or four months later, we were changing the creative again. But we got their attention, right? We, yeah. we were courageous enough to do something that would get us in trouble. And I love that. I love, and maybe it's just my Enneagram type, but I love having the courage to do things that get you in trouble and apologize afterwards. Like It's, it's not... Yeah earth shaking but what it is is it's enough to get the attention of the people that you're in competition with i think the other thing i think about courage too early on was when you and i had the courage to go talk to willie and say hey we want to do foot action television yeah we want to do something extra and willie said yes because you know the risk was low to him looking back, maybe the risk was high. Like you yeah. give two twenty somethings a camera and, you know, a platform, maybe the risk was high. But, um, I think those moments for me early on in our career took courage and that's a different kind of courage yeah. than you and I are talking about today. Like early on, like the courage was small. The courage was really about kind of pushing boundaries internally in creative ways. But I think the courage that I see out of you in the way that you're working today is courage for other people. And I think that is the most beautiful kind of courage. It's a courage to speak up for others that don't have a voice. It's a, it's courage to use your platform or, you know, for me, my privilege, my opportunity for others. Um, I think that's courage today as I see it. Um, it, you know, it's funny how you're, experience over time kind of evolves words for you or evolves the way that you look at yeah. things. And I think when we talk about courage early on, I would have said courage was those, those things that we did at work. Right. Um, but today I don't feel that way today. I feel like it's about me using whatever ability I have, whatever platform I have, whatever position I have to make a way for others. That's good. It's funny. You reflect, on those times that like foot action, right? Where we're running around getting cease and desist letters and just doing things differently. And I think part of it too, because we didn't know, we weren't so tied or constrained by the traditions of the industry or the culture Yeah, that we just came in saying, hey, well, yeah. let's just try it this way, right? And half of those things mm -hmm. didn't work, right? The card of kicks or, you know, like we had all kind of crazy yeah, ideas. Yeah. But the ones that stuck really yeah. worked because they were different, right? There's a saying, you know, advertising yeah. is the price of being boring. Right. So you're paying for mm. messaging and media because yeah. like, you know, there's a, a way to get the attention or earn the earn the media. And I think that yeah. all centers around this idea, especially in marketing. Right. Where like it's these short term uh, acts of courage, right? Many campaigns that win awards are short term acts of courage. Right? And then a year later, a month later, whatever, you know, you, you need a new one. That's the problem with the short term courage is oftentimes in the commercial place, like you, ha you end up having to beat your courage every month or every year because whereas now we're talking about sustained courage that touches people that really matters. You know, I reflect on um, the beginning of the pandemic and, you know, when, uh, you know, we were praying with you and Joe, you know, um, still praying with you and Joe. Right. And I have a reminder on my phone. And uh, one of the lessons I learned from your wife was about because I looked at her and I remember thinking she's so brave like she's courageous right and I remember her words back to me where I, I don't feel I don't feel brave or courageous but every day I, I make a choice right to get through it 
to not hang my head. And so I think I've gained such an appreciation for true courage. And even so, you know, we, we do prayers, you know, with our kids, like most parents do. And, you know, my kids reflexive response, Hey, what can I pray for? You know, what's on your heart? I just want a good day, which means I want an easy day where the cafeteria has the food I like. Mom and dad, let me play the video games. I get to stay up a little later and everybody likes me. Uh, I'm the funniest, prettiest person in class or handsomest. And it's a good day. And we stop, you know, I, I stopped probably um, centering a lot of our prayers around like good days. And I say, well, what would a brave day look like? Right. A brave day. A courageous day would look like, you know, I would speak up when it's easier to be quiet, right? Like, or I would shut up when I actually want to be heard. Um, I would listen to others that I disagree with because I think I can learn from somebody else. I would challenge something that needs to be confronted. Um, you know, now I can see it in my kids where, you know, they'll speak up for someone. Hey, that's not right. Or, hey, be, be okay. Like telling your best, your friend, your good friend, hey, I, I don't want to do this. Or they're standing up for other people. And so I think the adult version of that is, you know, what we're talking about. It's justice. It's speaking up for other people. It's uh, using your privilege or your authority for someone else. It's, um, you know, following your heart in a way that might look different from what you've done before. And so I think my kids have taught me a lot about cur or what courage could look like. But I, I think you, you, you and Joe... Um, set for me, at least personally, a, a, such a, a, a real heartfelt example of, hey, what could courage look like that matters, right? And I, I think for me, I've realized one of my biggest fears was succeeding at something that doesn't matter. Um, and I think now, not that like marketing, all the commercial goals and all the cool brand stuff does isn't important, but it matters so much less to me than some of the other things. And I, I think this season has been a great time to recalibrate. And I'm sure at some point, yeah, I'll go back and courageously sell somebody's food, sneaker, video game, uh, I don't know, bottle. What I, I, I'll sell a product of something. Um, but I don't think I'll do it the same now, though, because of this time to be more courageous personally and professionally. Yeah, I think what I heard you say there was, is that a marker of true courage, like the way to know if I'm being courageous or if my hubris and ego are leading, the way that I can figure that out is, am I trying to make a way for somebody else? Yeah. Is the thing that I'm doing making somebody else's life better? Like, don't get me wrong. I think so often we have to make decisions for ourselves that we have to be courageous. For example, a woman that's in an abusive relationship, she has to have the courage to leave that relationship, right? I'm not discounting that. Or somebody who's in a situation where they're experience, experiencing, you know, a place where they don't have a voice, yeah. right? Like they have to be courageous to speak. But I think for you and I, and for most of us, courage really comes down to can I make a way for somebody else? Can I do something that improves the life of somebody else um, or my community, yeah. right? And I think when I look at that definition and I go back to Joe being in the doctor's office, uh, the oncologist's office the very first time, and the oncologist in the most gentle way she could said, hey, if you choose to terminate the baby now, we can begin treatment immediately. And Joe, without reservation, said, no. And that, to me, is, again, it wasn't about herself, right? It was about 
someone else, this life that was living inside of her, making a way for it. And gosh, that took so much courage, right? And she did it without any hesitation, without any stuttering, without even a moment of like pause. It was just no. And she stuck to that. And I think that's the other element to courage that's so important, right? Is that the stick to of courage. You know, you might even say that that's where the bravery part comes in. Because that first yes is, okay, yes, we'll do this. But it's the courage and the bravery to stick with that thing over a long period of time. Do you remember a moment where you saw bravery or courage, you know, out of your family? Yeah, you know, I think about my dad. Um, I mean, you know, and I go back to just the legacy. I've, this week I've been thinking about legacy for some reason. Um, but it's been this moment of, you know, my dad, you know, was a, my dad, my dad's dad. Let's go back to my, my granddad. You know, was a sharecropper who went to the Korean War and then came back and went to school and educated himself and became, you know, an agricultural scientist um, from sharecropping, right? And, you know, think about, the state of the United States during the time when my grandfather was alive. And then think about my dad who one of the first black uh, engineers to graduate from Texas tech university and went into industry and to like walk away from that to go into ministry and to serve people and to take on a blue collar job and like, and stay there in the community for his family and actually turned down jobs that would have economically provided relief because he knew that those would take him away from his proximity with his kids, right? So, like, to have a financial lack because you felt like you were following God and not seek to meet that need immediately in your control because as you saw the truth, you knew that you knew that it wasn't your time to solve it. I mean, I reflect on that. Yeah, I mean, at, when I was young, it didn't make sense. I'm like, well, no, like, go, you know. But now I can look back, and that's courage. Like, the courage to, like, the courage to pursue your calling against common, you know, conventional wisdom, um, that's that's tough. And now, you know, I, I think what it's done now, though, you know, just uh, in the Bible it says, wisdom is proved right by her children, meaning, like, you don't know what's wise until you see how, you know, like you just, sometimes you just don't know. And now I can look back and say, yeah, his literal children, right. Have, have proven him right. But I think so many times and I reflect on because Jesse James Parker, my granddad, or because Donald Parker did that courage is, um, courage is two things. I think courage is, um, it's transferable, meaning that our kids, Seeing that example, our kids like can catch courage. I don't think you can teach it, but you can catch it. And I think they can they can hold that. But I think courage is also um, it's a renewable source of energy. It compounds. And so like that one decision today unlocks more potential tomorrow. And I think I I think previously, you know, you kind of think of it as this, you know, hey, there, there's only a certain amount. Right. And I think, no, I think there's it's infinite. I think you can keep. You can keep being courageous, not in your own power, but yeah, I, I think I, I've learned that where now things that would have shaken me to my core, I'm good. I'm okay. So yeah, I think my father's legacy of courage has not only been an asset that to transferred to his children, but it's compounded. And so now I want to do that for my kids, which is why stepping away from maybe a corporate job, which would have seemed scary. Now I can see the fruits of that 
and you know, I won't know yeah. for 20, 30 years, right? But mm-hmm. I know because there's this compass, you know, that, that really gives me peace about it. Man, that is such a good point about that it's transferable, but also that it compounds because I can think about the first couple of houses that we renovated. And, you know, when you when you first start doing rehabs, you look at a house and they can scare you to death. But the farther along you go, you learn what is just scary versus like what's really wrong. Does that make yeah. sense? Like, yeah. so somebody might walk in a house and be like, oh my God, this is the scariest thing I've ever seen. And you're like, well, it's just really paint and some floors and replacing appliances, right? Yeah. You, you haven't even looked behind the walls. And as you get better and better and better, you, you start to like notice those things easier. And so the decisions that we were hesitant or slow to make in the beginning when we started renovating houses, we today make almost as Gladwell says in a blink, right? Like we, we can make a decision in a split second because we've seen it before. Right. And I think your point is so valid in that, like when, when you make that first hard or courageous decision, it took a lot. And then as you go on, you're able to make that same courageous decision plus that same courageous decision plus just a little bit more every time because of something you've experienced or you've learned. And I think our fear is, is that one day we're going to make a courageous decision that gets us hurt. Yeah. Whether that's in love, whether that's in an old building, whether that's with our finances, right? We're afraid. But we believe that courage is the opposite of fear, right? Like courage fights fear. And yeah. so I don't know that that's true. I, maybe you just get more courageous and there is no movie type ending where you get hurt in it. You know, maybe it's just built into the decision making. It's part of like risk evaluation and you courageously choose to overcome that. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I think what you're talking about, um, I think is the difference between like real call it real risk and perceived risk. Like I use me an example. So because I almost drowned in third grade, I had a very rational fear of drowning. Right. So yeah, I'm scared of drowning, but that rational fear of drowning turned into an irrational fear of water. Right. So now I'm like, don't take like, maybe I'll take a bath or a shower, but that's it. Like, I don't want to go near a pool, a lake. Like, I'm like, no, right? And then I marry, you know, a beautiful young woman who loves swimming, who goes to the lake twice a year, who, like, so now I'm the big, you know, 6'3 black guy in floaties or a life jacket hanging out. But you know what? Now that, you know, I still don't want to drown. I have fear of drowning, but I have killed and slayed this dragon that says, hey, I have an irrational fear of water. He's dead. Now I'm hanging out with my kids in the lake and yeah, I got my life vest. So I'm smarter. So I use wisdom, right? I'm not, I'm not dumb about it. I'm not jumping into the lake, but, and yes, I have taken swim lessons for any listen. Like I have, I, uh, so I'm working on it. Okay. But, um, at the end of the day, I haven't allowed this, ir- this rational, um, resistance or rational fact become an irrational feeling. And I think that's what happens is like to you, it's like, yeah, paint floorboards you can fix it once you know it so courage is part of it too is facing the facts it's like like yeah pull the credit score look at your you know physical exam go to the marriage counselor and you know or ask your wife hey like what do you like 
do that work encourages is facing that. No, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm right there with you. That's great. It's funny. I had a, a friend of mine reach out to me the other day and he knows that I go to a CrossFit gym and um, it's kind of like part of my life. And he says, Hey, do you guys do any private one-on-ones? I, I need to make some changes in my life. And I said, first of all, thanks for having the courage to reach out. Right. Yeah. Cause like just yeah. that first step, that first act of going, Hey, there's something that I need to do better at. There's something I want to be better at. I'm going to ask somebody who knows, dude, that's part of the scariest part. Yeah. Like courage really is just to say, I don't know. And I need help. And then the second step is to move forward and actually show up. Right. So if step one of courage is, I don't know. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to speak it out into the universe. And then step two is, is actually making that first step forward. Right. Then I think the ongoing aspect of courage is to, is to do it until it's done. Does that make sense? It's like, I'm going to ask, I'm going to take that first step forward, do it the first day. And then I'm just going to do it until it's done. And I think where so many people get jammed up is even in that first step, they, they don't even want to speak it out. The moment that they speak it out, something has to change, right? My weight has to change. My behavior has to change. My finances have to change. My job has to change. And then they just stop because they know the moment they open Pandora's box, right? They're going to be tested on number two. Can I take that first step forward? Yeah. And I think the, you know, it's like, there's nothing to fear, but fear itself that fear, that shadow, that thing that feels so insurmountable, it's it's vapor. Like once you start to like, once you get closer to the fear, and I've had this in several areas of my life, you know, and I love that you said Pandora's box. Me and my wife talk about that, right? There's some things where you're like, man, I don't want to deal with that. Because once, you, once you're aware of it, you got to deal with it. But the process of dealing with it, whether it's, you know, um, you know, uh, physical or mental performance where there's trauma from the past, like whatever that thing is, the process of dealing with it is is rarely as painful as holding on to your lack of courage or your lack of ability to 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 do that. I, I love. Um, I was reading a book by Saint Saint Augustine, you know, one uh, African theologian um, who's influenced you know lots of you know what we call modern Christianity. He had a saying. He said. We sin when we have our loves out of order. So we sin when our love is out of order, meaning like we have these higher loves, right? Love family, uh, justice, truth, God. Like, but then we these lower loves, right? It's like my status, my ego, my money. Like, and then when you put the lower loves ahead of the higher loves, that's that's sin, right? It's like, oh, I'm I'm putting my status or my convenience or myself above something I should love more. And then, you know, so I think one of the things I try to do like my courage barometer, right? Is like, what, what would love require? Like if I love this person situation, what would that require? And I think, you know, for me, like going off your, um, you know, health analogy, right? It's like, well, I love my family. I need to actually set a good example and be around to take care of them. Right. Or if I really love Caleb and uh, Chloe and Chandler getting to sit in the school, I'm going to be involved in a, the community in a way that like these little brown kids walking around a, you know, a predominantly white, uh, you know, community. Hey, I want to make sure that they have what they need to be successful and, um, and that they're around people who they can learn from. So there's so many things that like once your loves quote unquote get in order, whether it's work or anything, 
like it it to me it sets courage is like you know love in action it it you know it, so i think there is this love part of it that we don't use in business we don't use the word love in any of our powerpoints or board uh, <laughs> or board you know documents but it honestly yeah. the driving force for most of what we do yeah that's so good the the love aspect of things will change your perspective as well so if you're challenging me to love peace love joy love compassion love justice right those things will change me you said yeah. something to me earlier in the week. You said that I shouldn't change for love, but that love should change me. Yeah. And that has sat with me all week. I shouldn't have to change for love, but love should change me. And I think that's so true to your point when you love the right things. When you love those material things, right? When you love stuff that's out of order, you're right. It, it does make you unhealthy. And it's not courageous and it's not brave to love more money, <laughs> you know? It is courageous, it is brave to want to be able to use that to make other people's lives better, I think. Um, hmm. All right, so how can we encourage or inspire somebody out there who's listening right now? They've been with us this whole season. How can we encourage them to be brave, to be courageous themselves? Yeah, I, I think that's the million-dollar question. And I think... Um as someone who has just walked through probably one of the more courageous years of my life, um, I think if I was encouraging, right? So encouraging, hopefully like adding courage to, to someone or giving someone, you know, any kind of wisdom based on courage, I would say the biggest thing you can do is not lie to yourself. That's the biggest, like to me, that was the first step in changing all of my conversations because the human brain is such a uh, rationalization machine and we're an acceptance magnet. We can figure out ways to not be courageous. Like it's, we, we do it reflexively. So I came up with a thousand reasons why I shouldn't change, shouldn't leave. Like, cause you know, at a defense, but once I sat down, right. The encouragement I would say is like asking yourself, what are you afraid of? Um, is actually empowering. It feels like that'd be a scary thing to ask yourself, but it's actually very empowering to face to face the fear. So I'd say the first step in being courageous is just identifying where your fear is and why it's there. And I think once you do that, give it a name. Uh, how big is it? Give it a size, a location. Like once you start to size those things up, I think courage starts to like kick in. Then this part of you gets bigger. It's like Terminator, right? You're like this robot, like, oh, I will terminate the fear. And it, for me, it, 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 it kicked in. But I, I'd say the biggest encouragement is like that thing you're facing isn't as big or bad or ugly as you think it is. And there is no audience of people who are going to disapprove of you or reject you. Actually, the more you are you, the more you are authentically um, who you are created to be, the more of these things line up anyway. And so I think, you know, if you have that feeling that something's out, that tension you have, that anxiety, that monkey on your back that doesn't go away, no matter how good your day is, you can never get it. Listen to that. Listen to it. your body, your mind, your soul talk to you and tell you those things. And I'd say uh, fear, right? Uh, courage is, you know, going to grab fear, choke it out, put it in a headlock and, you know, <laughs> do, do something to it, baby. <laughs> That's so good. I think there's somebody out there listening to us and they've been there with us this whole season and they're right on the verge. They're right on the verge of wanting to either take a new job, 
make a change within their organization. Um, maybe they want to buy their first investment property. Maybe they want to leave a job and go full-time doing what we're doing right now. Don't let the fear of what other people think about you or will say about you stop you from doing that thing, right? Be courageous, be brave, step out, do the thing. Do it for reasons, like Adrian said, that are in the correct order, right? They're about people, love, community, improvement, peace, joy. They're not about things. Make the decision for that reason. And when you do, know that it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. No matter what happens, it's going to be okay. I met with a young man the other day who was seeking my advice on whether he should leave his job or not in order to pursue real estate full time. And I just asked him, I said, hey, if you had more time to give to your real estate business, and he's already doing it, would it be more successful? And he said, oh yeah, absolutely. And he's a hustler. Like he's not the kind of person that sits around and waits on things to happen. He's out there working, right? And I said, well, will you be able to go back and take another job like you've got right now? He's like, oh yeah, this job in the medical field will be waiting for me. And it was so similar to what you and I have been through, right? So it was so easy to say to him, like, I just bought you a cup of coffee. You don't even really need me other than to just ask you these questions, right? Like, you don't need my advice. You already know what to do. And I think to that person that's listening right now that's been with us for, you know, this season, maybe even last, you already know what to do. Be brave, fight the fear, and use your courage and just step out there and do it. And I think at the end of the day, what will happen is, is you will look back on this moment in your life and you will say, man, I was afraid. And it's easier to admit that fear in hindsight, right? But to your point, like admit that fear in the beginning. And you'll look back on this and say, I can't believe that I was so afraid of something that didn't really exist at the end of the day. I love that. Courage works when we put it to work. Yeah, it's a it's a gift. It's a weapon. Um, it's a competitive advantage. I love that. So yeah, encourage everyone. Like try it, do it, investigate it, test it. Uh, yeah, d- don't be afraid. And that I think is a great way to end uh, season two. Encourage, courageous, and you know, look out for uh, what's next from us. But it's been such a great journey to share transparently about where we're at, learning as husbands, as fathers. Uh, as friends, but also, you know, as businessmen who are trying to trying to keep this thing together. So, you know, this has been a great journey. Thank everyone for listening and following along and stay tuned for uh, what's next and new in our crazy little lives. Be courageous and we'll see you in season three. Hey, guys, this is DC and this was the Unfollow podcast. We hope you like what you heard today. And if you didn't, that's okay. There's 100,000 other podcasts you can choose to subscribe to. But if you like this one, do us a favor and subscribe or share it with a friend.